What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dreamer Scott Fitness Podcast. We're going to do a show coming to you real quick on this Thursday morning. And if you guys are watching this on the YouTube channel, you can see how tired I am, or at least how tired my face looks, but I feel pretty good. Uh, just a really quick rant uh, as we kick off the new year, the 2019. You guys are up, you're rolling. You know, again, I talked about this the other day. Resolutions are set for some of you. If it's that new year, new you, uh, I'm all for it. If it gets you jacked and hype to doing something different, to writing your own story, to flipping the script, to changing your life for the better, especially if you're fearful of things not working out, if you're scared of the past, if you're scared of the present, if you're scared of the future. And that's today's podcast, just a really fast rant on fear. Uh, and I believe this, uh, the biggest reason uh, many people fail to live the life they want is fear, uh, plain and simple. Uh, people are paralyzed because they fear they might fail. They fear all the negative possibilities and outcomes that can happen uh, from action, from taking action or making a stance or going a certain course or making a change or a shift in the way they live their life, the way they talk, the way they speak, what they do for a living. Um, we're deathly afraid um, of change a lot of the times. And, and the funny thing to me is change is going to happen no matter what. That's that's kind of the uh, the irony in it is that change is always happening whether we like it or not you know whether we want something to stay the same you know we feel blissful in the moment change is always occurring because we're always getting older softer and wrinklier as I say and technology in the world is always evolving and moving and we're always reacting to those changes but it's that you know paralyzed by you know what if I do fail what if this changes what if this shifts on me it's gonna happen you guys and understand that you're not alone we all have fears. Um, We've all had our challenges, our setbacks, and our struggles. Um, I know I've had my struggles, uh, many of them, uh, through the course of life. Um, I've feared failing many times, whether that be you know in school, uh, whether that be in sport, uh, whether that be in business, and still the, the same business ventures I do to this day. Um, and oftentimes, that was probably one of the biggest motivators and, and drivers for me uh, when I was younger. Anyways, in terms of school. Um, you know, I feared failing out of college because if I if I didn't get the good grades, I wouldn't get to keep the scholarship. If I didn't have the scholarship, but I couldn't go, and then I couldn't. You know, if I couldn't go, I couldn't play basketball. If I couldn't play basketball, basically, I had no fucking life, and I had no identity, and I was nobody. So I'd go back to my old hometown. I'd work in a factory, and that would just be my existence. And that fear um, actually kind of drove me um, to want something more, to level up my life, to I guess you know to move up the next station from you know, maybe where my parents were at and just kind of keep it rolling. So I guess to me, all, you know, all stress and all fear is not bad fear. But when it's that crippling fear, that anxiety, that shit that's holding you down and weighing you down and you're running through, and we do this uh, a lot, which I find is weird. And I find, uh, you know, friends, family members, even my wife does it sometimes in scenarios where we doubt ourselves. And I've been guilty of it before in the past. I try, at this point in my life, I'm very much uh, you know, glass half full or glass all full for the most part, where I try to find some silver lining or some positive in even the shittiest situations. Um, if nothing else, I tell myself in the moment of the suck or the moment of the, the anxiety and the fear of it, hey man, if we get through this, this will make for a much better story uh, later on. But what will happen is we'll play a scenario in our brains, right? And we've all done this, like where, you know, maybe it's an interview or maybe it's a you know a, a, a conflict we have with a, you know a client, a coworker, a family member, um, something coming up in the future, and we basically play we create this alternate reality, right? Now ride with me here. In our brains, in our minds, we create this alternate fake scenario of this negative future that's going to happen, and r rarely uh, do we do it in a positive light, right? 
So like my wife, for example, will be talking about some you know conflict at her job or maybe something she's going to do. And it's always this negative scenario. Well, what if this happens? And what if they do this? And what? If, and, but it's always negative things. It's very rarely do we do it in a positive light, which is kind of odd. It's honestly, it's kind of how people look at themselves in the mirror. Uh, we'll focus on the, you know, the, the two or three negative things we don't like and we'll ignore the 10,000 positive things we do like or we'll ignore all the amazing things we have going for us and we'll focus on the very small. It's almost like the internet too. Like when you think about it, at scale, like if you guys are you know, on Instagram and Facebook and, and social media in general, at scale, the internet's a pretty positive place to be. People are pretty fucking cool. People are pretty awesome. Um, they get along. But it's the, the small percentage of negative people are just so loud, so annoying, and so stupid, we tend to focus on that. And I think this is the same thing with life in general. Instead of focusing on the 15 positive outcomes, we focus on the two or three negative outcomes of life. And so, again, I feared you know failing many times in my life, you guys. Uh, still, there's certain things that... Uh, I don't want to say I fear them, but I always, I play the realistic scenario down the road. I know, I hedge my bets, if you will. I'm not willing to over leverage myself when I take chances as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, a business owner, as a fitness professional, and there's certain things that I'm willing to do and to not do to kind of hedge my bets. And I think that's just being smart. There's a great book out there. Um, I think it's called The Reluctant Entrepreneur. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Pat sent it to me a long time ago. I want to say it's The Reluctant Entrepreneur, and it's basically the way that I somewhat started out in this life. Uh, from, from going from corporate America, you know, to, you know, being on my own for over a decade now. So with that said, uh, not to get off track, uh, the biggest thing for me personally, you guys, was to understand, you know, why I feared failing, um, why it, it drove me down so much. And many of us, and if I had a guess, I would say probably about 99% of us, uh, fear of failing, uh, we really, we try to avoid it and we fear it because we're scared of what people will think. Uh, we're scared of judgment from others. Uh, whether that be, you know, brother, sister, mom, dad, you know, friends, your neighbors, whatever it may be, we oftentimes fear failing because we're, other people are going to find out. And, you know, whether that be, you know, having to post on social media, having to answer at a work event or a party or with somebody else, we're deathly afraid to have to kind of, you know, own up to the music. And the one thing I'll tell you this is... Caring what people think, you guys, is the easiest way to not be successful. Living your life predicated on if people will think you're a success or a failure is the fastest way for you guys to literally do nothing, to take no chances, to not live a life you want, and to be miserable You know, for basically the rest of the time you have on this earth. And I believe that. And what helped me, I guess, some of it's DNA, some of it's ingrained in me, some of it's just who I naturally am of not giving a fuck about what people think about me and my life and my choices and the way I speak and the way I act. And I say that in the same context of I want people to, you know, at the big picture, you know, relatively think I'm a good human and I try to help people and I'm doing things the right way. But if people don't think that, I don't give a shit. And if someone thinks that, you know, my business or my life or our podcast and the multiple entities we run and what we do, you know, I'm just this or I'm just that or I am a failure or I'm not successful as this person or that person, that doesn't matter to me. Uh, because I'm fulfilled from within. And what helped me was letting go of what everybody else thought of the life that I lived. And it's easier said than done, I understand that. But what you have to do is get to kind of like your fuck it point and understand and ask yourself the question, you know, if I fail, so what? If I fail, what's the worst three things that are going to happen? And is it life or death? And odds are, no, it's not life or death. It's just you go back to square one and you start over. And everything else, when you failed, you learned something to try something new at least the next time around, of why you failed. And I would say this before, uh, on a 
other podcasts but running a business like our online business you guys uh between uh, we crush it now it, it's amazing it's super fun i get to meet people all over the world um we create real relationships we've, we've had people online we've worked with for the past you know five or six years and it's been great and it allows me to interact with people learn them um, and learn from them and but to touch them and to help a much bigger uh, population than i could if i was just in scottsdale here and the reason I share that is not to be like, oh, Jeremy, you're so awesome. No, it's because the first like three things we probably tried to do online failed fucking miserably. I mean, I'm putting in hundreds of hours. I'm putting in tens of thousands of dollars into product launches, JV ventures, different things, getting things set up like back in the day, like with well, Infusionsoft or ClickBank and lead pages and ClickFunnels and all this shit. And, you know, okay, we're going to, we spent $10,000 on this. We put all this money to it. We're going to launch this product and the product makes 1400 bucks. I can tell you how depressing that is when you're giving up, you know, Friday nights and you're giving up Sundays watching football with your homies and spending a ton of money and putting all the time into the copy and the video and filming and editing and getting things on the platforms. And then you push it out there and it just fails miserably in terms of making money, in terms of impacting people's lives. And it just sucks. But what that did was it taught me, here's how we do it better the next time. And I might have failed the second time and the third time, but eventually when the fourth time came around, okay, now I know what the consumer wants. Now I know what people actually need. I know how to actually help them in a digital space. And that's been basically the mantra of my whole life. I failed. I don't know if I've done anything fucking right the first time I've ever tried it. I'm being honest with you guys. Um, but it's that failure and being able to reverse engineer and say, okay, why didn't it work? Why wasn't it successful? And for me asking questions and reaching out to people for help of how can I make it better the next time. And what I'll say to you guys is if you're if you're afraid of failing, at least you tried. I mean, that's the thing. Like, because what if in life and the regret that comes with that will eat you alive over time? I, I promise you this. Uh, in my 10 years of coaching now, what I've found is that people will judge you. They'll make assumptions about you and they'll think what they want about you regardless of what you do. So to me, you might as well go out and play to the beat of your own drum, you might as well try new things. And even if you fall flat on your face, at least you gave it a shot, man. And to me, the player that loses at least played the game. Because what if didn't even come to the fucking arena? It's like the guy who talks shit in the stands to the people actually playing. Like, oh, he sucks. He's a hack. He's a bum. I could do better than that. He's at least playing, dude. You're watching him play the game. You're not even playing the game. You're not even trying. So to me, I have the utmost respect for people who want to go out and do their own thing and chase their dreams and their passions and they fail 14 fucking times. I respect that more than the person who took the safe route and just sat in their ass and didn't try and was miserable as shit for the next 40 years. To me, that's what it is. And that's the game. And that's learning. That's life. That's the process. So talk to some people, you guys, who are 80 years old, 90 years old, maybe even your grandma and grandpa if you're lucky enough to have them around. And if you get a chance to time, you know, ask them, you know, the questions about their life, what they did, how they did it, what they would do different. And see what they regret most. Um, and the stuff, you know, odds are it's going to be this, you know, they're going to say that not the shit that they did do, but probably the stuff that they didn't do. The things that they didn't try, the places they didn't go, the chances that they didn't take. And to look into somebody's eyes, you guys, and, and to see it and to hear it in their voice. Um, that real regret of not trying something, of not taking a chance, of not living life differently than they did. Um, it's one of the saddest things you can see and hear. It really is. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't want you guys to live with that um, because I feel like even if this all went away tomorrow and I had to change gears and do something different, uh, it was a pretty sweet ride. I learned a lot uh, from other people. I learned a lot about myself, about life, 
Uh, I wouldn't trade the experiences and the relationships and the people that I've met for anything in the world. And I really mean that. And, and my hope is that I could somehow spark something in your guys' mind or your heart or your brain to have you go out and do the shit that's going to light you up and make you happy and make you enjoy every single day and feel like you're not going to some job that you hate or you feel like, you know, you didn't step on stage or you didn't write that book, you didn't take that trip or you didn't make this leap because you were scared that it wouldn't work out and you were embarrassed about what people are going to think about you. And again, I'll come back to it. People judge us no matter what. And we never really know what people think of us. Even when they tell us, we don't really know, you know? Like I always say, like we joke, it's only what they're saying to you at face value. And again, you have to be happy with yourself. And I, and I tell people this, don't live a life predicated on of if someone thinks you're a failure or something, if you're not happy inside living your best life. So to me, not caring what the world thinks of my success and my failures is how I got past my fear of trying new shit. I'm like, you know what? People are going to think I'm awesome or I suck regardless. And so I might as well just do this shit the way that I want to do it. And uh, I kind of let the chips fall where they may. And I can't promise you guys it'll bring you the same results as it has for me. Um, You know, obviously talent is a real thing. Uh, Working your fucking ass off is a real thing. And, And a lot of you guys listening to this are much smarter than me. So you can probably do way more cool shit working less than 100 hours a week like I do. Uh, but I just know my skill set and I know who I am and how I'm wired. And uh, that's what works for me. And that's what it's taken for me to get to this place and to do this. Um, but what I'm willing to say is that I'm certain that stopping caring what other people think about you, stopping the fear of drowning you down will help. Don't let your fears get the best of you guys. And at the end of the day, um, I want you to look back on a life that you truly wanted to live. Um, a life where you gave your dreams a chance. Uh, a life where you tried everything in your power to make it the best it could be. And don't look back on a life filled with regret and a bunch of what-if questions. Uh, and I truly mean that. So that's just my real quick rant uh, on this Thursday as we kick into the new year. I know a lot of you guys have a lot of shit you're willing to try and want to do. But it's just you willing to take the time and putting the effort and energy to it and find something that you're passionate about and go all in on it. And I'm going to share this quote again. If you guys are on the YouTube page, you can see right behind me. Um, this is right next to my desk, and I, and I read it all the time. Um, I, I've, I've lived by this mantra for a very long time. It, it, and again, I've shared it before in the podcast. It's from a Jerry Rice quote. I know Dave Ramsey has you know, kind of you know, remixed it a little bit, and he talks about it. And uh, when I first saw Jerry Rice say this you know, when, I, when I'm a younger kid, it stuck with me. And I, and I knew this is what you had to do. And even if I didn't know up front, I always deep down like felt it. And the quote goes like this. If you'll live life like no one else later, you can live like no one else. If you will make the sacrifices now that most people aren't willing to make later on, you'll be able to live as those folks will never be able to live. And I'm reminded of this every single day with how I train, how I eat, how I study, how I read, how we manage our finances, especially us. I don't do things just for Jeremy a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. Yes, I do in context, but I'm also doing things for me 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. Setting myself up to live the life I want to live and to be able to keep doing the things I want to do. And whether that be you know, building up my mind, building up my body, building up brand, building up whatever it is to understand I'm enjoying every step of the process, but knowing 
as this show goes on, there's things that I want to still do, achieve, and go, and travel, and there's certain things I want to get out of life. And I know I can only do that if I'm willing to put in the work today, and I can't do that if I'm fearful of taking chances, of doing different things, of being myself. And I know that is holding a lot of you guys back. You're scared to post on social media, you're scared to start a website, start a personal brand, you're scared to write a book, you're scared to tell the truth, you're scared to say certain things in meetings with your boss, with your coworkers and friends. And I understand you can't be like me and just show up and say fuck and this and this and do all that stuff, but there's a way you can do it professionally and tactfully and there's a way you can reluctantly be an entrepreneur and try different things or change jobs or change careers or try to get that degree or do something outside of your comfort zone that you've been wanting to do but you're just scared because you're not quite sure how to go about it. And a lot of that time when you really dig down and ask yourself why you're not taking the chance, why you're not pushing a little bit harder, why you're not leaping, why you're not working for it is because we're scared and we have some fear at some level that's holding us back and it's like a fucking 800 pound weight dragging us down every single day. But when you guys can cut that tie, your life can take off. So. Just my quick rant for a Thursday. We have Nikki Metzger on the podcast tomorrow for you guys, doing our 21 question series, and then just talking about her, about being a fit mom and running businesses and a handful of other things. I think she can drop some knowledge on you guys. So, anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, shoot me a DM, send me an email. I'm happy to do it. And if you're in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Subscribe because there's tons of you guys. There's so many of you guys listening, which is amazing. I thank you for that. But you aren't subscribed on iTunes, subscribe. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. I love to see it. And obviously, if you think this can help anybody, share it with a friend, family member, whether that's on your Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Email it to them. Text it to them, whatever it may be. Uh, Just because I know a lot of times fear held me back in life from taking chances, from standing up, from public speaking, uh, from being on video, uh, from doing all the things, basically from doing the fucking life that I live now. I let fear hold me back and draw me out from it because I either thought I was too stupid or I sounded too dumb or I wasn't talented enough or I didn't, you know, I was embarrassed people would laugh at me or think I was stupid or whatever it was. Um, And the minute I let that shit go and understand people were going to think I was stupid and laugh at me no matter what, uh, my life really took off. And I'm, I'm sure if you guys can let go of it, it can do the same for you. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. And if you're on the YouTube channel or not yet, subscribe to it. And all my YouTubers out there, thank you guys for watching. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.